Hello, and welcome Hi. to another episode of Football is Wife, the podcast that happens whenever we get around to it. You know, there's just a lot of things to do, so now we have time to do the podcast, and that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Uh, I am Emily Anderson. This is my wife. I, I am her wife, Leslie Ryder. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> together are gal pal sports and we run a twitter account and make some videos and do some silly social stuff uh around sports and namely women's sports because we think they can be fun and not just inspirational who knew fun fun uh speaking of which how you been uh a little, a little tired a little uh jet lagged uh adjusting to time changes back and forth twice over and uh yeah why are you jet lagged where'd you go oh i went to um i went to england i saw some england. soccer there with my wife oh that sounds lovely was it, it was just, it was a really nice time was it just like a local league game or was there an event happening that you went for well was I, it, it was it was like kind of i mean it was a big it seemed like a big deal it was a very full stadium um but uh what was these, the these, what was the ground uh, call it was just a local london one right uh yeah just uh a london ground called wembley uh it's very very quaint very very beautiful but uh yeah there was a lovely game there uh england played uh some other team um germany i think i think it and... was germany i think you're right there yeah i think it was germany and it was, it was very exciting everyone was really happy and i really enjoyed myself well that's lovely i also yeah. went because uh, your wife uh the, the one you traveled with is me and yeah uh -huh. we, oh we yeah went. that's you yeah, we took an actual vacation, guys. Who knew? Uh, we, I think for the past couple of years, anytime we've traveled has been either to see family, which is, I would say, it's not a vacation, people, not a vacation, <laughs> uh, not necessarily relaxing. There may be relaxing parts, but uh, eh, not inherently relaxing. The purpose is not relaxing. Uh, or we've been filming stuff and using up all those vacation days to go to exciting places like louisville and cincinnati and kansas city so uh for <laughs> once we said hey we're not gonna take all the equipment we're gonna leave the dogs at home and we're gonna go have us a trip and on that trip we went to england and we went to the semi-final and final games of the women's euros uh at wembley the semifinal was at MK Don's uh, Stadium, which was very funny, uh, a funny little town. Um, but what all a trip. All, we had a great time. Uh, it, was a, it was a good time. We put up a little, a little uh, Euros final video that kind of cataloged our day. Um, but what were your, let's say, uh, you know what, let's, let's draft actually. Shout out to All Fantasy Everything. A draft? A draft. Uh, we're gonna draft real quick. Top three moments of the trip. Uh, each <sighs> so we each get three. Uh, we're gonna rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. Uh, rock, a paper, scissors. Mr. Ian Carmel. Uh, who goes first? You ready? Rock paper scissors. Shoot. One, two, three. Shoot. One. Yes. Two, three. Shoot. 
Well, there's a of course, we, we, we tied. Yeah, yeah, of course, that's we how did. that goes. We both pick scissors. <laughs> of course, Jesus. we both pick scissors. We're a couple of lesbians. lesbians. <laughs> we just both pick scissors. All right. All right. Let's try this again. Okay. One, two, three. Shoot. Oh, she wins. She went scissors again. I went scissors again. Like you do. Um, um, okay, so you get the first pick. What was your your number one first round pick? Moment at the Euros. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to go with England defeating Germany in extra time to take home the Euro crown. I think it's a historic moment and one that will be looked upon fondly from the past uh, to the future. And yeah, it was just really cool. There were a lot yeah. of people there. It was like eighty-seven thousand something people. I think you had um, to take it. It was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you had to take that first of all. Um, yeah, it, it is the number one choice. It was an incredible game. Uh, we had been drinking since noon ish. There was a uh, fair amount of drinking. We went to the pub with some friends beforehand. Uh, got to go to the Lioness Club, and then we ended up sitting a lot higher up than I thought we would. But it was still lovely. Um, we had kind of a wonderful view of the pitch though it definitely wasn't like close i would say i don't know like our our it was, tickets it was in... a solid a solid sight line but like if if folks were on the other side of the field like you kind of had to squint to to see well maybe not you because you have specialized but for me and i still was, had to squint a bit it was a bit um it was yeah it, which opposed to our like mk don's tickets we were in like the fifth row <laughs> or something crazy which that was almost too close uh of like <laughs> We saw Alex Pop's first goal there against France, and it was whoo a banger. And we were sitting next to Germans, which made it very fun. They um, were very excited. W would you say that excited. was your number one pick? That was not my number one pick, but that was great. Um, I think my number one pick, uh, which actually, no, I'm not going to take that because you can't even take it. Uh, <laughs> My number one pick was, I think, seeing all of the effort and excitement around the event in London and the surrounding areas. Um, we brought this up a few times, probably to the annoyance of folks we were talking to, but <laughs> compared to France with the World Cup in 2019, the amount of promotion and um engagement around the event and just effort just effort and <laughs> signage and you know it's in the newspapers people are talking about it it's exciting all of trafalgar square was taken a over mighty by a fan, fest. fan fest and it was very cool and it was going on games where there weren't or going on days where there weren't games and it was amazing and it was just really cool to see the host country get behind them like this Whereas it did not feel like France did that for the World Cup when they hosted. Yeah, no, Fr France still had advertisements for a rugby tournament that had been finished for at least a month when we got there. And it's like, oh, there's uh, <laughs> that's that's a sign that could have been for us. Yeah, like it was surprising when we saw a sign for the World yeah. Cup while we were there. We saw more in London, I would say, within a couple of blocks of our hotel than we saw in all of France the whole time. 
And mm. so, yeah, it was, I don't know if it's a sign of things improving or if it's just different FAs uh, approach to things, but either way, uh, I won't say this about much, but the England FA did well to promote this event and uh, get, get folks involved. So that was fun. Well done. Well done. Is this a serpentine draft? Uh, absolutely not, because we we cannot we cannot go we can't do exactly what they do. <laughs> That's, we can. This is a nod, but sure. Uh, go ahead. You can you can go again. Uh, I will say my second pick is seeing the tiny gay football car in real life at studio at studio stadium MK. That was um, remarkable. It was uh, very buzzy, very zippy. I was I was a bit surprised at its speed and uh it was it was kind of cool to see like the handler coming down the line and everyone was just taking out their phones like it's here the tiny gay car everyone's tiny gay football vehicle. car seriously volkswagen if you want a couple lesbians to drive your a big version or the small version honestly around australia we are putting our hands up for that job we're here for you we're here for you um, volkswagen i will learn to drive a manual for that job or what side of the road do they drive on in Australia? Is it the I right side? I think Australia is, is still the right side of the road. Not not saying the correct side, just saying not the, correct, the right as opposed the to the right. The but it is the us. correct side. It's the It is. It's it's where you drive. I'm sorry. It I'm sorry I'm not sorry, but it's that's where you drive. Yeah, absolutely. Um are we drafting the whole trip? We are, right? Not just Yeah, it's it's okay. a whole trip. It's it's okay. highlights. So my second pick then is gonna be the Arsenal Stadium Tour. Uh, I had cool. never been before. I've been to a few matches, been lucky enough to get to go, but had never done the tour before. And I've now been able to see like the dressing rooms and sit in those cushy chairs on the sideline, which are apparently heated. Boy, I want one for my car. Um, got, they were working on getting the turf ready for, for the first match of the season. That was cool to see, but yeah, just it was a beautiful day when we were there too. Yeah, so, like like the clouds were set up perfectly for any kind of picture from the bench. Uh, they were like ripping out seats and and cleaning them off. It's it's cool. It was really cool. It was cool. Yeah, just to get to see. I was surprised, and I don't know. And Leslie was less surprised at this, but I think it's weird that at that level they still have like group showers. Um, like I mean. I don't know why they're not like Equinox showers though. Like why not have just individual shower stalls like a gym? Like, it, I don't know. I think I mean, it's like way. sports Sports are, are, are just like, no, everybody shower, <laughs> everybody That's shower cool. together. <laughs> like it's one of those, I don't know. I think it's strange. I think it's interesting at the very least. I don't have a problem with it inherently, but yeah. I would want the privacy. I would not shower there if that was my team. I would go in that hot tub though. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I would even go in the ice bath. That thing was huge. Um, but you just walk through it, I think. Well, that's what I would do. I would walk through it and then get in the hot tub and be fine. But yeah, the hot tub was massive. Um, but yeah, it was really cool to get to see the dressing room. I think that was my favorite. And Mikel Arteta's office. That was cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that was really neat. And we also bought too many things from the store. So, so many was, things. Uh, I'm so not sorry things. for it, but I... Uh... You know, I'm, I'm just going to be looking at that, that credit card statement for a minute and be like, you did that. You're like, that was worth it, and we will not travel again for a moment. Um, <laughs> okay, what's your third pick? 
Um, I really liked going to Brighton to see where you spent your time as as a youth. Well, not a youth per se. Uh, I mean, you were young. <laughs> I was younger. I was twenty one, twenty two ish. So ages ago. Shh, you don't know how old I am. <laughs> uh, that it was good. What was your favorite part of Brighton? favorite i don't know uh we had i mean we had fish and chips by the sea that was that was lovely i wish it were a nicer day for that but it was a very nice experience nevertheless yeah it was it's one of my favorite places in the whole world if you've never been go and you're in london go take a day trip to brighton especially if it's a nice sunny day it was not when we went it was a bit overcast it was and we were not. a bit disappointed <laughs> um but it was still had fun we still had fun. Classic England. Uh, went to see the Amex Stadium finally, which was cool. Um, I when I lived there, that stadium was being built right next door to my housing, basically. Yeah. And like Brighton hadn't come up yet, right? No, they were still down two or three leagues. So um, they, yeah, have really changed since then. But this was my first time getting to see it in person and. Yeah, it was it was neat to get to see it in real life and not just on TV finally and not just the sounds of hammers in the distance. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah, that was, that's a good pick. I like it. Take take us home. What's what's your Oh, your this is final the highlight one. of You know what it is. This is the one that Leslie can't take cuz she wasn't there for it. Um So, uh my third pick of the we went on vacation draft uh <sighs> is casually running in to Katerina Macario and her dad on the streets of London. I hate you. Uh-huh. Um, so that happened. Uh, I almost didn't believe it, but my friend and I, um, from my studies in Brighton, um, were went out for drinks one evening. We'd been wandering around all day. You kind of, oh no, you were at the meetup with Ashna and, uh, and friends for mm -hmm. the sticker swap which was also very cool and cool to see those folks but uh so i had jumped over to go hang out with my mate and we had gone to the only lesbian bar in london which is <laughs> it's like a basement it is a weird place uh she was like it's awful but i always come out of it with a good story and she wasn't wrong um everyone was nice like it was fine but it's, it's just a weird place there was a room called the lady garden which was yeah you know yeah, we all we all thing. have them we yep um <laughs> so anyway we find we had a couple of drinks we're leaving the bar we're headed back to the tube station and we're walking down the street just talking and all of a sudden we pass by someone and i kind of did a double take and my friend did a double take and then she says to me was that katarina and i was like i think so and so Katarina and her father, we later learned, were about to basically cross the street away from us and we were carrying down the sidewalk one way. And so, you know, uh, as someone who lived in LA for a while, you develop a couple of tricks for finding out if his, a person is who you think they might be. Uh, and that's just to call out someone's name and see if they turn around. So I said, it's easy. Uh, you know, cocktail party effect. It works. Uh, I yelled out Katarina and she turned around and said, that's my name. And we kind of <laughs> waved and were like, ah, and uh, I, I asked, how's the knee? And she said, still there, uh, which is a good, good sign. sign. I think that's a good, good sign. sign. 
Um, she was, you know, walking around London, so that seems like a good sign as well. Uh, and yeah, she came back and chatted with us for a few minutes about the Euros, and they were going to the match the uh, next day or two days later, introduced uh, her dad to us, who was lovely. Um, and yeah, we just had a nice little chat, and then we went our separate ways. But it was one of those things that I'm so glad someone else was there for it, because otherwise <laughs> no one would believe me. Uh, and my friend threatened to tell people that I was lying. Just I'm, I'm surprised that when you when you were telling the story the next day that she wasn't like, I, you know, I don't think it was her that uh, was... Uh... The only reason is because she was equally excited. Uh, and she doesn't <laughs> want to give it away because she's too cool. But of I course. she was also excited and we were both just like, well, that's the night. Okay, this was a good <laughs> evening. We're done. Uh, let's go home and we were good now. So yeah, um, all that to say, she was the nicest and like took time to say hey and chat and um, yeah, it was just a really great, a great little moment that was unexpected and delightful. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So right. happy for you. Uh huh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm not that sorry. This is why you should always go to the weird lesbian bar. <laughs> if, if fun things don't happen there, they will shortly after. Um, that sounds like the slogan for a lesbian bar. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on to sports. How do you feel about sports this week? Um, it's kind of it's kind of like a. I mean, it's a ride. the whole The whole season is a ride, but this particular part of the year kind of feels like bumper cars like you're 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 going around it's chaotic you're zigging you're zagging and then you get smacked <laughs> by by another um bumper car and and so yeah that's that's kind of how i feel about um this part of this what season. are you getting smacked by sports wise um like there's there's a lot of just injury news and that's coaches what I was leaving i wanted to make just... sure yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden things take a turn and you're like i never saw this coming no, um, you think you're the one doing the smacking and then you get hit yeah i think i'm in in terms of amusement rides i think i'm going with the log flume or something oh. and we're we're kind of at the part, the beginning bit where you're, you know, going down the smaller ones and it's nice and like, wee, uh, and like some exciting things happen, some big games, some events, uh, but you know, the big drop is coming. Big, uh, big birth is coming down the bend. It's, it's happening. Uh, I used to never want to go on these rides as a kid because they made my, I hate that stomach feeling you get when it pops up <laughs> and bleh. no, um, don't like it. Still don't like it, but can tolerate it for a log of flume. Um, and yeah, so I'm basically gearing up. Work has been busy, so I haven't been as invested or as uh, clued in as I think I usually am or even like to be. So now I'm just, I'm getting ready to to go down the big hill of, of playoffs, of, you know, ends of seasons, of whatever else Coming. the sports world has. Oh, and, and, uh, the Premier League kicking off, so, so <laughs> that's Never that's stopped. its own roller coaster. That's its own beast. Yeah, uh, shout out to the beast, the roller coaster at Kings Island in Cincinnati, Ohio. Is it in Cincinnati? 
I don't know. It's about there. <laughs> no, it's not because we went to Cincinnati and I looked at it's not there, but it's close. Anyway, it's great. It's an old wooden roller coaster. It's terrifying, but it's awesome. Um, yeah, if you don't feel like you're gonna die, then you're you're not really on on a good wooden roller coaster, are you? Um, or at least like you might bite your tongue. That's I think the there's there's sense. there's physical danger. That's yes, or, or the threat of physical danger. That's that's what keeps it exciting. Yeah, I'm glad you said exciting and not fun because I don't necessarily <laughs> find them fun. But they are I haven't. Exciting. I don't think I've been on like an old roller coaster since I went on the cyclone with my dad, and that was a very long time ago. That would be the and after and after cyclone? that. Yes, Correct? the cyclone. Yes. Um, and my dad was like, that, this like is... <laughs> I didn't grow up knowing what that was. Like that wasn't a thing for me. I'm glad it is for you, but know that it's not universal. It's, it's, New York it's an excellent ride and, and you you feel like you're going to die. And after that, my dad said, we're never going on that again. Or, well, I'm not never I'm never going on that again. You do what you want. Um, Good for your dad, though, because <laughs> A, I can part. hear him saying that. I really <laughs> want to talk to your younger sister and find out if she ever got to go on it. Uh, I don't him. know. See if he held that up. <sighs> we'll have to get we'll have to get Grace on the Grace on the line for that one. Yeah um we'll, we'll just call her up real quick it'll be good <laughs> um okay let's let's move into what's actually happening in sports shall we so many things uh noted notables uh i'm gonna start with this one wmba and nwsl are coming down the home stretch you know i and i in playoff season uh wmba playoff picture shaping up very quickly but what's <laughs> wild is there's currently a four-way tie in the wmba uh, yeah, the Minnesota Lynx, the Atlanta Dream, the New York Liberty, and Phoenix Mercury all tied. What's gonna happen? I, you know, I don't know. Um, this is very exciting because I think I think this is the first year that it's like that that it's eight teams in the playoffs. I think you're right. So they did you've got it. Yep. we've got four teams fighting for two spots and there's any number of ways that it can go uh the the link it's the links the dream the liberty the and the phoenix mercury but um the phoenix mercury of course have had a few um a few parting blows i guess um they just announced that uh skylar dagan smith will be taking leave from the team uh as she deals with some personal uh things and hopefully everything turns out well for her she's she, okay yeah. Is having a really good season and like to be like Phoenix are just heroes for even doing this season like I don't know how how you just carry on like that when when you have a teammate who's in a prison cell in Russia like that's yeah I don't know how how I could do that I don't I don't know if I could and you know there are a lot of folks who said the day the news came out of the the sentencing and whatnot that they shouldn't have played and honestly i agree with them i would have just I'm like yeah. everyone take a day at least yeah. you know like it i understand there are commitments and things but at least give folks a day yeah, to, give to folks process time. um shout out to Brittany griner uh we're we're thinking of you bud but uh i hope you know, it, it does make me root for Phoenix a little bit and want no. them to kind of bring that home for her. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. I was reading uh, what happens if there is a tie at the end. So I guess uh, the Lynx play Seattle tonight. 
and noon on Sunday against Connecticut. And if there's still mm -hmm. a tie, um, it, so it says from the the league's latest change to the playoff format and stuff, if two teams are tied, here's the sequence of tiebreakers. Uh, better record in head-to-head -head games. Sure. Better winning percentage against all teams with 500 or better record at the end of season. So that's interesting. Oh, I like that. Yeah. A uh, better point differential in games net result of total points scored less total points allowed head to head. So basically total points or net. Gotcha. Um, there was, there was, my head was starting to math and yep. uh... <laughs> goal differential. Let's go with that one. Sure. And then um, better point differ differential of total points minus uh, those allowed. So um that's interesting, but I don't know how you math that out with four teams. It says yeah. here the sequence would also play out if more than two teams are tied, but the links uh, would come out on top in any head to head accounting there. Uh, but I just I don't understand necessarily how that sequence happens with more than one team. Uh, we will see. I, maybe we'll find out if if this is how I want them to do it live. Stands. Like show me the <laughs> not because I doubt them, but just because. I want to know how that conversation goes down and who the accountants are and lawyers involved. Um, and like the accountants board. of Ernst and Young present the WNBA playoff draw. Oh man, that would be cool. Actually, <laughs> I'd love that. Um, so yeah, that's it's really interesting to see how that goes. I'm curious to see who makes it. Um, yeah, we love we love a tie and we love we love tiebreaker rules and we love we love chaos. So here we go um nwsl coming down the home stretch uh some crazy news out of gotham uh yes gotham has some new investors including uh one two-time super bowl champion eli manning of the former formerly of the, the uh, football giants of the football giants yes uh he's in he's got his minority stake uh sue bird also also an investor which I don't know how that how that dinner conversation goes with uh, Megan Rapino. I mean, I imagine it's hard to get into rain. With, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Olympic Leon. Uh... Just call up Olympic Leon and be like, "Hey, can hey. I, um, real quick, can I can I give you money for yeah, a little just, bit? Because I'm just they're like slide uh, a twenty dollar bill across the table and see yeah. what they do. Or a euros, I guess. Um, euros. Maybe. So I, I wonder, though, if that says that eventually Sue and Meg head to uh, head to New York. But I guess we'll see. We'll see. I mean, as far as far as we know, Megan Rapinoe still has some time in her. She does. I mean, it, I think safe to accept she'll be playing through next year, but I would not be surprised if next year was her last season. Um, I'd believe that post post World Cup and whatnot. But I think we'll yeah. see how that all goes. Uh, yeah. You never know. And she also feels like someone who, I don't want to say she's going to struggle to put it down. I think she has plenty of other things to do. But I think if there's hope of like one more thing or ending on a good note of some sort, she's going to yeah. push for that. Um, and so I'm, World, World Cup is a pretty good, pretty good goal. If to, they win. To have in if mind. they win. Yeah, if they win, it's going to be tough. That's a big, that's a big one. Um, yeah, so yay, Eli Manning, I guess. Uh, I grew up being a Peyton fan. And now I don't really watch American football anymore, but uh, yeah, that's kind of neat. Uh, keeping it, keeping it in the family. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, mm. And then also out of Gotham, 
Scott less, Parkinson. Less happier news. Less happy news. Scott Parkinson out as head coach. What do you think? Um, I think, you know, he was someone who was well-loved by the players. I think he ended up getting a few votes for coach of the year last year. And, you know, it, it feels weird to be like giving this much praise for just being a good person. But I think that shows how terrible things have been with coaches in the NWSL. Like to have- Yeah, it's sad that that's the bar, right? That, yeah, like, that's like, he, you know, he's, he's a nice guy. He treats the players well. Um, and <laughs> that's, that, that puts him in like the top three right there, which is- Right, people like him, great. Yeah, that's he's well-liked, but un- unfortunately, like there, there has to come a time where all of that goodwill and all of all of that good nature that they have together has to turn into results on the field. And unfortunately for Gotham, they've struggled all season long to really assert themselves in any kind of way. So it's, it's tough to see it happen to him, but I get it. Yeah. I do too. And I hope I'm not concerned about him finding a role. I don't know if the correct role for him or the best fit is as a head coach. Uh, From what I understand, maybe the best option is, you know, an assistant coach or, you know, training like that guy who's actually doing the the coaching day to day, but not necessarily the, the head coach leadership part. Yeah, I mean, it, it may have just not been the right team. Like Gotham's going through a lot wow. of transition. Like he came, he came at a really volatile time where they they had lost Freya to like kind of weird situations with Angel City, and they were like, okay, yeah, let's do this now. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, you know this wasn't the team. Maybe if there's another team that's a little further along or in a more Stable comfortable place. space, yeah, yeah needs maybe a little less of that yeah maybe there's a, a better fit yeah um there is one thing i want to chat about real quick that is not on the agenda because <gasps> it just came out today breaking news the nominees <gasps> for the women's ballon d'or ballon d'or um the list is out uh we've got we've got some exciting ones but really it's just a great it's a great list of players uh i'm sure there are people left out i have not had time to like think through this or compare who was left out or who isn't. So, uh, I mean, it literally just dropped. <laughs> do not at me. Uh, I'm literally just reading the list for the first time. So I'm going from bottom to the top because I think it's oh. more fun that way. Oh, it's a long list. We keep going. It's a, well, this is like the short list of, of, uh, it's not a oh. short list. I mean, it's the list, and then we'll get to the shorter <laughs> list. And then, I mean, it's a short list, but it's it's a long short list. Sure. Uh, you know, nope. I'm I'm gonna stop jokes there. Um, so first one, uh, Hagerberg out of Leon. Obviously, good for her. Yeah, I'm glad she's back. I I'm glad she's back in form after being out too. It's just it's, yeah. Um, I like her. Uh, one Ms. Trinity Rodman out of the Washington Spirit. Let's go. Ooh, ooh. I am so happy to see that recognition happening. Uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, here's one that you're going to like. Millie Bright, Chelsea. That's Arnold Clark, Golden Boot winner, Millie Bright to you. What a, what a legend that one is. Uh, I don't 
seems like a, a fun player to have on your team. I would rather she be on my team than play against her. That's for sure. Sure, she's like I don't I don't want to go against her. No, um, I'd get my ass kicked. There's there's a lot of like the the usual suspects of folks who have been on this list before. Like there's your your Vivian Medi your Viv Wait, Why are you naming people? I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? I'm going. Through I got excited. Way. No, Marie Antoinette Cototo, uh, PSG. Thinking of your knees. Um, uh, but mm. yeah, excited. excited that could go that. for half of this list. It really could. Um, Oshoala from Barcelona. Uh, that's awesome to see. I love. It's it's fun. Who also get... was injured, wasn't she? I believe maybe. But it's, I, it's, I a knee, it's a knee epidemic. Well, Google it. You've got a computer there. Um, I do. Well, I'm looking at this list. Beth Mead, Arsenal. Woohoo! Uh she's been just solid at arsenal for so long who who can blame them uh alex morgan san diego wave if you had asked me a year ago if i thought alex morgan would be on this list i would have said no but she has been having a heck of a year and i'm happy for she's she's having a resurgence i know i'm i'm happy to see it for uh she seems she seems like a good one uh wendy renard leon Mm, classic Classic. Uh, oh man, one of my favorite parts of the Euros follow-up was watching players bounce <laughs> off of her when they tried to like battle with her for a ball, and she's just no. They just they and then they like appeal for a call, and it's like, buddy, no, she just owned you. Like, <laughs> there's, mm -mm, like you you got nothing. You got no appeal there. Um, uh, Bonmati from Barcelona. Uh, Alexander Pop from Wolfsburg. Our our good friend Alex Pop. Our um, dear friend Alex Pop. I'm still bummed for her in the the Euros final. Um, that was that was a tough break. That was that was brutal. Um, no surprise here, Alexia Puteas, uh, Barcelona, um, and Katarina Macario, Leon, my my good friend from London. Katarina dear Macario. friend Katarina Macario. Uh, Diani, PSG, uh, Oberdorf, Wolfsburg. Uh, Young, Christian the... Endler. I don't remember seeing a goal. She's always on this. She's always on is this it? list. But he's always on know. like the best eleven, and she's 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 good. She's, she's very good at her job. <laughs> she's uh, a solid nominee every year. I think the only goalkeeper. It's kind of like when I'm trying to think like a show that regularly gets nominated. It's like the Amazing Race for a reality TV show or something yeah. like that. Like they're always going to be there. But they're always going to get nominated for the Emmy. Yeah. Do they always win? Usually not, unfortunately, because it's not it's not the flashiest job. Yeah. But is she good at it? Yeah. yeah. Um Sam Kerr, Chelsea, no surprise there. Uh <laughs> Lucy Bronze, Barcelona, my uh low key crush uh from <laughs> from the England team. Uh really just seems like uh quite the lad and one to hang out with. Like after that after party. Seems like she was having a good time on that stage, and I was like, "I love you more now." Um, it's like you all, you all need some B twelve and some sleep. Bless an your IV. Hearts. What does say? <laughs> Hook them up on on the bus to like the next the next stop. <laughs> um, Medima, uh, obviously uh, from Arsenal, uh, should always be on every list all the time. Uh, Rolfo uh, from Barcelona, uh, and then Baca from Lyon. Baca, Baca, Baca. Uh, anyway, from Leon, um, which I think is well deserved because she's also very fun to watch. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, quite a list, and I think they're. This is a better list than I feel like I've seen in a minute. 
Yeah, I like that there's there's some new rotations in there. Like there it it's been a very consistent list, I think, from the past few years, and it's nice to see that shaken up a bit. Some new faces. I'm looking forward to when we start looking outside of Europe and the US a bit more. Um yeah. I think I think that time is coming quickly and I'm yeah. I'm excited to see it. Especially maybe as some of these players play in multiple countries. Uh, that's a whole other conversation of whether or not that should be happening. But, you know, if you're able to go play in Mexico or play in Japan or something like that, it would be cool to get uh, more folks from more leagues involved. Same goes to you, FIFA. Uh, <laughs> the include like, listen, I am happy that there are going to be women's leagues in the game. Finally, it took way too long. <laughs> I'm going to talk about this as a product person for a minute. It took way too long because if you had done it before you added all the avatars for stuff um, or, you know, just as a roster. I don't care if the image is one of the gray ones for one of the made up, like, you know, fake players that they do when you keep playing long enough that you've got someone who was born in 2018 and is now on your team, which is weird. Um, but just put their name in, put the team in as someone I can play as and like the stats. It's not that hard. Update the rosters, add a new league, please. Finally did it. And now we get to play, but they're still yeah, gross. I'm excited and I'm gonna to keep pushing for it to not just be, I think it's just uh, Europe and the US and Spain. I think there's a couple more, but um, either way, it's pretty Western and I would, I would like to see that change a bit. Um, okay, now we're gonna go, now we're gonna go over to, to men's football for a moment. Uh, <laughs> Premier League season is on, started last weekend. It is underway, it has begun. My Pope. favorite part of it is that, uh, Rebecca Lowe signed a contract back with NBC for six years, I think, which I'm Welcome delighted along. about. I'm so happy that, I'm happy she's happy and that no. this has been good for her. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really glad we have her. Um, but yeah, uh, as an Arsenal fan, I'm strangely optimistic this season. And Don't say it too loud. Don't I'm say it. I'm saying it. That's the difference saying this it. year, though, is I'm saying it. And I'm not saying it's all going to go great, but I'm, I am genuinely optimistic. So uh, I don't expect perfection because that's unreasonable. Sure. I expect improvement. and uh, I think that's, that's fair. And I do think we're going to keep seeing improvement this year. We signed people for once that I'd actually heard of, not saying that I am the most knowledgeable, but it's exciting to know like, hey, I know that player. Yeah. I know they're good. I'm thinking of Zinchenko, especially like, I was like, oh yeah, that's a great pickup. I saw a thing mm -hmm. this morning, by the way, about Man City trying to take Tierney. No, no. no. Hands off my golden no. boy. My shirt tucker. Your shirt tucker. <laughs> nice boy. I love him. <laughs> Leave him alone. He's ours. You're not getting him. Um, and Arteta, if you don't fight for him, I'm going to be mad at you because I think he is actually, uh, we'll get into this in a moment, in terms of the all or nothing something uh, stuff, we learn a bit about his personality. And I think he's exactly the kind of person you want in your locker room. Uh, especially yeah. He's, he's a, a tough guy. I like him. Um, and I just love that he and his, his pale white legs in the middle of winter <laughs> marching out in shorts every time gets me. Um, yeah. Well, there's just... the, the announcers were saying that he might, he's like the only one who tucks in his shirt fully. Just, mm -hmm. you, you gotta love that dedication in a player. I do. I like that he is 
chosen a style. His style is I'm a good boy and uh, <laughs> I'm a good, nice boy. And uh, and he's stuck with it. And it, that's his brand. And I think it's very sweet. And I think we need more of those. Uh, yeah, they used to make us tuck our shirts in in like clubs so that they could see when people were pulling on you. It's <laughs> not a rule that is enforced at that level. And I had coaches that or referees that would make us tuck them in at times. And I was like, that's stupid. But none of stupid, us tucked it this. in as much as Tierney does, which is like the all the way in, uh, which, you know, it's, it's, it's adorable. And I love him. And Man City, if you take him, I'm going to be very upset. Um, okay, but the uh, fantasy season has begun as well, that means. That it has. Um, the only fantasy sport I play, although I did dabble in F1 once, and it, I did okay, but I know what I was doing. But yeah, how's how's your team doing? Um, you know, every year I set out to, to make a good team, um, and every year I miss by this much in week one, and uh, I do a little too much to try to fix it. So I'm I'm sitting on 53 points, which is a bit below average, but I feel a little bit better about the team I have and the moves that I want to make. It's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good year. It's also somewhat optimistic. Um, <laughs> everything is fine. Everything. What's the name of your team again? Uh, Smith, row your boat. I love that. That was good. Mm -hmm. I forgot. Like I didn't see it until I was looking at the standings um, because my mother sent them, uh, and I appreciated that. But we've <laughs> managed to rope my mother, who has now retired, into uh, fantasy soccer. Uh, my dad also plays. Uh, we got him in last year after his retirement, which felt fair. He's he likes numbers and stuff and. Uh, but also he spends like a long time putting his team together. He puts a lot of thought into it, which is he's um, very deliberate, I would say, and like wants to do the research. And so he does his in, I think they texted me and my dad said he took two hours putting his team <laughs> together and my mom took 10 minutes uh, for <laughs> she just picked players she knew and that she liked. So her favorite is Fred. Uh, just because she likes his name. Uh, but then, like, different guys, I think she loves Sokka. Like, she loves a one-name player, too. Um, and so She loves Mo Salah. She does love Salah, and I think she's got him. Uh, and she's got the only feedback I gave her, really, uh, as it is her first year, and, uh, you know, I want to encourage this a little bit, is that she's probably got three or four or three players from a lot of the same teams. And so should two of those teams play each other, it's, it's going to hurt. Um, that said, she came out swinging. She was at the top of the standings after like most of the fixtures for the weekend, but not all of them. And she sent us a message early in the morning uh, being like, hey, sorry, can you tell me what, what place I'm in? And Mm. So I, I I did a you know you have much to learn young Padawan uh, <laughs> gift back to her and she did not finish the week the game week in first um, but I I think she's gonna be fun and she's gonna be good banter if if we think about it we might get her in for a, a fantasy Premier League segment in the future just to get Ham's <laughs> takes on Zoom but she's in now she is a Liverpool fan which is she's great. in yeah um, she's got a, a kit and everything but we'll, 
we'll go from there. If you want to join our league, we do have a league. If you have a team and you want to join, let us know. Um, DMs are open. We check them fairly often. Uh, we also posted a thing on Instagram that has the league code to join. So feel free to do that. Uh, it's it's a good time. It's silly. Um, I just like it. And it's also so long. It takes so long. It's a marathon, not a sprint. That's sure. <laughs> it's a long season. That's, that's something to keep in mind. It is. Um, we're running a bit long this week, but let's jump into TV sports real quick and, and kind of start to wind this down. Um, All or Nothing Arsenal is out. Sure is. On it was a lot of fun to, to see it after we saw it in person. That we was... saw it in person. That did make it. I was trying not to hit on that too hard, but after the, yeah, after taking the stadium tour, it was cool to be like, we were there. We sat in that chair. We were in that dressing room. I've been in that <laughs> office. Um, yeah, but it, it is nice. It lends a lot of context. Uh, what's the most interesting part to you? I'm I'm really interested in M- Mikel Arteta's halftime talks. Those are like I I hear them and I want to run through a wall for him. So I I can't imagine what it's like in the dressing room on the day. They're a bit hit or miss for me. Some of them I think get a bit um, windy, and I I still love it. Don't get me wrong. Um, the first one he gives, I was like, mm, I don't know about this. Uh, but then the next one, I was like, all right, let's go. Uh, so, um, I think, I think they get better as he goes on. I, I like it when he doodles on the whiteboard or when he <laughs> has like a metaphor, the like imagery he's trying to, but he's a bit corny and I think it's adorable. I love that. Like you kind of need that as a coach though. Like you have to be like, this is the concept we're going with and we're buying in. And, and that concept is a heart and a brain holding hands. It is. I love it. I want that as a shirt. I need that <laughs> shirt. Um, anywho, uh, it's fun though. Uh, I'm very curious to see how some of the team drama plays out with what we know already, given this was last season, the Aubameyang stuff is already kind of in full swing in like episode four. We're only through four episodes so far. Um, but six are out on prime now, I think total, uh, more than this, at least, at least five. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how that plays out behind the scenes and the roles of everyone in managing that, because I think that yeah. part is, it's fun. There, 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 there have been some very intriguing wheel turnings of like, what does legal say about this? Well, what's, what's been going on? And, and just to see that happening is, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty great. Um, okay. Uh, now on to our favorite part, maybe. Out today out today in full uh is the new tv series of a league of their own uh out on amazon prime uh we do not love amazon but i do love a league of their own and everyone involved in it so um we are actually going to be doing kind of a a watch along pod with it we will called a pod of their own uh we will be putting out a trailer later today. Um, but yeah, talking through our feelings, talking about some of the history, reviewing the episode, who knows what else. We're still kind of putting it together, but we're really excited to do it. And I think we'll, I think this one we're going to be able to do with a bit more regularity, uh, planning to do an episode <laughs> a week. Uh, in the there is there is kind of a guiding uh, series behind that. Exactly. So that's uh, it's hard to hard to weasel our ways out of that one. It is. And we can get a head start, though. We can do, you know, two two three episodes at a time and kind of work through that's it. true so 
Um, we have already seen the pilot. It is a bit gay. So if that's a motivating factor for you, yes, go there. Watch it. It's gay. Um, Autostraddle has a bunch of pieces on that, um, on how gay it is. And there are queer people represented all over the place in it. Um, and it's not just white anymore, which is also great. So um, go watch the show. I think they're going to need the support to get a second season. It took a long time to get to this day. Uh, and if you like it, please talk about it, because I think it's one of those shows that's going to be important to folks like us. <laughs> and the more we talk about it, the more they're going to feel the love. And hopefully they don't cancel this lesbian show like they do all the other ones. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Um, okay. And to wrap that up, we've got a quiz that we're going to walk through together. Uh, Leslie, do you have the quiz pulled up? I do not. I don't either. Um, you sent it to me earlier this week. Um, let's see. The quiz is what 90s movie made you gay? Uh, and I have I'll I have a pretty strong idea of, of which movie did this to me. Uh, have I technically already taken the quiz? Yes. Do I remember what the answer was? Not really, and I don't remember what my answers were, so I still think mm -hmm. it's fair for me to take it again without spoiling it. So, uh, first question. Pick a job. Uh, restaurateur, I'm... holistic healer, writer, WNBA player, teacher, activist, trophy wife slash philanthropist. I like those two together. Performer, record store owner, or fashion designer. Leslie Ryder, what's your pick? Um, I'm gonna go with performer. Oh, unsurprising for you. You 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 do like to perform. I'm gonna go. I do I can't help myself. I'm gonna go writer, which is funny because technically I could change my last name to writer now, which would be it's true. Writer. Um, haven't, but could. Um, I love this question. Take a '90s, uh, take a time machine to the '90s and pick a page from the Delia's catalog. Uh, we've got kind of a, a track pant situation with t-shirt. We've got some overalls. We've got some pajama pants. We've got a very like Audrey Hepburn black and white check dress. And like a mod dress. Yeah, we've got the like a green corduroy jacket with the stripy shirt underneath in the jeans. We've got a, a graphic orange tee with a mini skirt. We've got kind of an oversized sweater with jeans that are also everything was oversized who am i kidding everything was so big but also so small okay what's your pick though because i'm not gonna read all of them there's a lot um i'm somewhere between the plaid pants and the sherpa jacket i don't even see oh those plaid pants interesting the very doc martin adjacent shoe would go with those the yeah i'm i'm a i'm i'm the uh the sherpa line jacket is that the green one yes yeah, that's also me. It is really unfortunate that we can't share a closet. Um, it's too bad. <laughs> it really is. We would have a lot fewer pieces of clothing. Um, <laughs> pick a nice place to raise a family. A charming mm. Midwestern college town close to your family. Sprawling city in the Pacific Northwest. Small southern town where you know your neighbors. The suburbs of a cool city in California. A literal city in the Southwest. Or liberal. <laughs> that's funnier. Um, the suburbs of a nice city in New England, uh, a quirky hipster town on the East Coast, on a beautiful farm out West, New York City, or in a mansion with a pool in Beverly Hills. 
Uh, I mean, I, I'm inclined to say New York City because it's the, the best city in the world. Um, but I am currently like living out a uh, charming Midwestern town, so. <laughs> That's true. Which like not quite, a, not quite a, a college town, but a charming Midwestern town nonetheless. <laughs> I'm I'm going, and this is largely inspired by, like, uh, 10 Things I Hate About You and Princess Diaries' Suburbs of a Cool City in California. So I'm thinking, like, San Francisco suburb. Mm. Like, I still, I still low-key, not low-key, high-key want to live in a renovated, refurbished firehouse uh, in in San Francisco, like me and Sermopolis. Um, I really like this next question, as we are both good kids uh pick an act <laughs> of adolescent disobedience i don't know about you i didn't have very many of these um was pranking the asshole boys at your school who get away with being terrible people breaking into the cemetery to do a seance putting hexes on your bullies smoking cigarettes low-key manipulating your teachers into giving you good grades instead of simply doing the work that's uh, the zach morrison option i think Freeing the vending machine from its capitalist shackles to make free snacks available to all your friends. Goofing off during class with your friends instead of taking it seriously in a way that would suggest that you do, in fact, actually care a great deal about the class. Uh, getting thrown out of a game for arguing with a ref. Shaving your head. Getting into a fight with the terrible boyfriend of the girl you have a crush on. Um, I, I would say uh, the, the truest is goofing off during class with your friends instead of taking it seriously in a way that would suggest that you do, in fact, actually care a great deal about the class. That's fair. Uh, I think I am going with pranking the asshole boys at your school who get away with being terrible people. Um, Very now I and think, then. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, there's a lot of these that I would do later, but definitely not as an adolescent. Like shaving your head, I threatened to do many times in college. Um, getting thrown out of a game, oh, so many times. Uh, I would still do it. Like if someone was just like, yeah, go for it. I'm like, all right. Um, low key, can't wait until our future children have lice and I get it. And then, it's just like, well, guess I'm, it's gonna happen. Although I never had it as a kid. Did you have it as a kid? I don't think I did. We had like lice outbreaks but Every like school does yeah we, we we my mom was pretty good with a with a with a light shampoo and a comb also like yeah i just we were told very early like don't share brushes don't share hats don't yeah, yeah. which fair so anyway um pick a sleepover game truth or dare mad libs pillow fight i've never which is never have i ever i believe light as a feather stiff as a board makeovers sleeping bag sack race karaoke flashlight tag dance off Hmm. Also, my question here is, do you go with the one that is most fun to you or do you go with the one that you played the most or that you actually did the most? I mean, it, it just says pick a sleepover game. All the information is on the task. Uh, I, I, I interpret that as I interpret that as uh, what I enjoy the most. And that's karaoke. Oh, that's a great choice. I am going to go with truth or dare because I like where it can lead in a safe group. Uh, although flashlight tag is a, a solid backup. Um, we have pick an Angelina Jolie next. There's a lot of options here. There's I'm a lot of options. Describe the one you choose. Um, um, obviously, I have chosen uh, Angelina Jolie in a suit at the Vanity Fair party. Yeah, it's a good suit, too. It's an all white suit, white shoes. Um, yeah, it's it's a good suit. And she looks happy. And I think she does look happy. And I, I like that. There's some of these that are less happy looking. 
Um, I'm torn a bit between you and Angelina Jolie. Mm -hmm. Serious, uh, serious suit versus serious fun suit. But like, also, she just looks a little more mature, a little more settled, like happy and, you know, where she's at. But I think I'm gonna go with the one of her holding what I believe is Maddox. Uh, one, one of her many little babies, but she looks happy there. And also, I want to hold a little baby. I want to hold just a little baby. baby. Yeah, and he's a fun age. He's got a fun hat. She looks happy. It's all good. Um, okay, we got we got to cruise through this. We're running out of time. I got I got stuff to do today. Um, so we, we have picked a high school crush. Yep, the spooky and intriguing and goth, the mysterious biker chick with short hair and a leather jacket, your best friend, the stylish queen who always had the sharpest looks and the strongest opinions, and was genuinely too cool for school. The effortlessly cool, handsome, bare-faced, muscled badass in baggy jeans. The casually hot lunatic who will fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, that was a... Wow. Wow, okay. The casually hot lunatic who will fuck with your mind and get you in trouble. Mm -hmm. The brawny athlete who made varsity as a freshman. The beautiful babe with the singing voice of an angel. The scrappy tomboy who can fix anything. The scratchy-voiced indie rocker who's always in trouble. So I'm going to go with the effortlessly cool, handsome, bare-faced, muscled badass in baggy jeans, which mm. is, again, also a bit now and then-ish, uh, I think, I think, like, but also I want now, I, I, I like the girl version of that, of like, mm -hmm. it's the effortlessly part that really gets me, <laughs> just like, damn it, how do you, I was like, just don't care, they're good. They just don't care. They don't have anxiety, I wonder what that's like. <laughs> Uh, it's it's envy. It's envy is what that is. What what is your pick? Um, I'm, I went with the scrappy tomboy who can fix anything. Um, huh. I, I kind of I, I kind of married her. So no. Yeah. No. Yeah. I can. She can fix, fix anything. She's I, pretty good at fixing things. I gotta fix my standing desk. I'm still sad about it, but I was maybe looking at soldering irons earlier today so <laughs> of course you it. were uh you know i gotta i gotta rewire something it's gonna be fine um i think Got a bunch my, of books <laughs> yeah a bunch of books a lot of them i wasn't familiar with so this is fun. no um what is it's 80s or 90s novel lisa bright and dark pink parrots i think that one looks vaguely familiar but i don't really remember it uh neat to the rescue uh dicey song christopher pike's witch uh wanting it all can't stop us now a judy bloom just as long as we're together daughters of eve and i'll take manhattan what was your pick um i think i did the pink parrots yeah that's a good choice if i had read that when i was young i think i might switch mine to that because that looks like so, like of these that's the one i want to read now Mm -hmm. uh but the one only one on this list that i think i did read was probably the judy bloom just as long as we're together one although i cannot remember at all what it's about um pick a 2000s movie jennifer's body igby goes down 13 legally blonde sisterhood of the traveling pants chicago step it up little miss sunshine almost famous bend it like beckham it's, it's bend it like beckham I think that's the one I have to pick now, but if you asked me to pick one in the 2000s, it probably would have been Little Miss Sunshine or Bend It Like Beckham, or Almost Famous, 
when I was in high school, which is the appropriate age. I loved Almost Famous. And then I grew out of it like a normal human. Um, <laughs> uh, I do love almost all of these movies, though. So it's a good list to put that together. Um, who are you at the high school party? The one who wasn't invited. <laughs> the one who is technically at the party communicating with other people, but in reality is entirely in their head over analyzing all of it. Uh, the one telling a guy to back off of a girl who clearly isn't interested. The one who's trying too hard to fit in. The one who is everyone's best friend, but never the center of attention. The one who is over it, killing it on the dance floor. The one who is making sure everybody is having a nice time and enough to eat. The mom. Uh, the one who thinks the music could be better. And the one who couldn't make it because they had a travel game out of town. Ooh, that one hurts. That one, um, uh, that, that, that was it. That was the one. I, that was you. <laughs> that was my, I did, I did have much of a social life because I was constantly at, well, there's a game in, in Boston tomorrow and we got to go. I, I, did not play soccer my senior year of high school, so I had a little bit of it. Otherwise, <clears throat> but I think I was probably the one who was too trying too hard to fit in. Um, it's either that or the one who's technically at the party communicating with other people, but in reality is entirely in their head over analyzing all of it. Um, but I, I think in, in high school, it was the one who was trying too hard to fit in. I didn't know who I was. I was just trying to be just trying to exist. I just don't want to be perceived. Just. Pretend I'm not here. I will just exist. Uh, this is such a broad range. Pick a song from the 60s <laughs> to the 90s. Um, Pick a song. Seether uh, by Veruca Salt. Paper Bag by Fiona Apple. Into Dust by Mazzy Starr. Knock Three Times by Tony Orlando and Dawn. Uh, <laughs> Supermodel by Jill Sobule. Uh, Don't Let Go in Vogue. This Used to Be My Playground. Madonna Dancing in the Streets. Martha and the Vandellas. Jolene by Dolly Parton. And... Video Killed the Radio Star by The Buggles, the first video played on MTV. Uh, what is your pick? I go with Jolene by Kelly Parton. It's a hey. solid choice. You can't. The, uh, the woman who funded vaccines. Yes, I will pick her song every time. Yeah. I know this is uh, corny, but I go Knock Three Times by Tony Orlando and Don <laughs> because I think it's a very fun song that I don't hear very often. And I used to, I, it makes me think of like Johnny Rockets and the tiny jukeboxes on the, and so it's a, a nice one. Okay. We've got, oh my God, there's so many questions. Okay. Here we go. Um, well, let's, let's speed run through the rest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going with it. The next one's pick a Britney Spears Instagram caption. They're all too long. Um, so I still don't even know what the right answer for me is here. Um, I feel like these are all up to interpretation and how how you you take them with you. Yeah, I just like a lot of them. I'm like, I like the first half, and then nope. <laughs> well, each one is an adventure. My I, I picked uh, Leroy found a turtle turtle emoji that in the drawer, and the fucking car car emoji went into flames uh, flame emoji because the tire busted on the highway. So the police police car saved my aunt who always serves pie. What a journey. What a journey. They're all a journey. <laughs> I'm going with the most, uh, I think, appropriate to me, which is really after church. I always played ball, basketball emoji with the boys in the neighborhood until it got dark out. Boom. That was it. Simple. Accurate. <laughs> Because uh, there were a number of times where I had to change out of church clothes into soccer clothes in the car on the way to a game. That was the worst. Um, 
you've been cast on survivor what do you think will be your greatest asset to the game strength and speed mm, this is uh non-physical challenge reading people's vibes strategic long game starting fires food keeping people laughing team player cute and charming or honestly this isn't the game for me <laughs> uh i'm i i'm someone who who uses humor as as a, a coping mechanism so yeah I'll, I'll be the one uh keeping everyone laughing that's cool. that's that's my job that's what keeps me safe i think i'm gonna go with i'm good at reading everybody's vibes because that is something i kind of pride myself on but i i do like making fires too but <laughs> i don't want you that do job. like to build a fire i do but not with flint and, or like Having to just do it with sticks, that's not fun. It's too much. Yeah. Well, you also have to be careful with that in Survivor because then they're like, oh no, she's good at making fire. We don't want to well, go not against the first her season. The fire no, this is the first season, 2000. Okay. That wasn't yeah. a thing then. That's anyway. true. That's true. Um, pick a core value. I'm going with justice. No. Justice. My I wife, want honesty to be one here. <laughs> um, Fairness, I think, might be it. Um, I would say mine is creativity. Yeah, that's good. I think mine might be friendships. Mm -hmm. I enjoy creativity. I, I, I like it in all the ways. Ooh, no, I'm going fairness because I like rules. Um, <laughs> you've been so, you know, they're one of the same. <laughs> I know. Well, but one feels like vengeful, like I'm going to get justice. And one's like, <laughs> I just want things to be fair. Um, uh, and I want that one. Uh, one, I think Batman. One, I think like referee. Um, mm -hmm. School uniform, plaid shirt, white button up, tie, and navy blue cardigan. How will you adapt it? Uh, I'm under, uh, I'll wear the damn uniform, but I'm wearing sneakers with it. That's fair. Um, I, I'm, like, I'm a bit too much of a role follower to, to be rebellious about it. And yeah, that's where I sit um yeah i think i am either i'd wear the boys uniform or ditch the shirt for a white men's tank top uh but i'm gonna go with i'm gonna wear the boys uniform because i just want our pants that's really it i just <laughs> want pants and i want a blazer pick just a dog pants. or cat pick a dog or cat i'm picking oh, the, blah, blah, blah. oh i do like all of them um i'm gonna pick the the miniature pinchery guy with the sweater because he's sporty i went i went with the orange cat because my first cat was an orange cat, and he's a good boy. What was his name? Boomer. Boomer. Shout out yeah. to Boomer. Um, all right, last question. Here we go, finally. Which of these 90s movies do you think made you gay? This question is optional and won't override your answers, but it could be a tiebreaker. Uh, we've got the list that we're choosing from. A League of Their Own, Now and Then, The Craft, Set It Off, Foxfire, which I don't even know what that is, Clueless, Fried Green Tomatoes, Empire Records, Girl Interrupted, Sister Act 2. I love Sister Act Two, but I do not think it made me gay, unfortunately. No, if nice anything, one. it made me it made me better at like going to church. It made me want to <laughs> sing. Mama, I want to sing. Rita, singing does, singing not, does put not put food, food on, the, on table. the table. Oh, I love her. Uh, uh, yeah, my, okay. Mine is League of Their Own. That's uh, I, I am fairly confident that this movie made me gay. Yeah, mine is mine is now and then because if if. It, it yeah between christina ricci and um 
I mean, all of them, honestly. I love them all. All right, drum roll, drum roll. What do you have? What do you have? What's my answer? What's my answer? My answer is now and then. There you go. <laughs> Mine's like their own. <laughs> there we go. We know ourselves. Good work, team. Um, Good work, team. I do like that option as a, a tiebreaker. Oh, also yeah. Demi Moore. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> what a time. What a time. Uh, that movie's wonderful. Can we watch it soon? Yes. Great. Cool. Um, all right. Last but not least, Sportsmanship of the Week. It goes along the theme. Uh, sportsmanship of the Week goes to Abby Jacobson and Mr. Will Graham. Uh, you can find Abby Jacobson on Instagram at Abby Jacobson. She's posting a lot of cool pictures and stuff from uh league of their own and will graham is on twitter at will w graham i don't know where else um but either way these folks are the showrunners for a league of their own uh they are both respectively queer um and they seem to have put a lot of energy into making sure that was represented into this show uh and i really appreciate that and i hope we keep seeing more of it but yeah, they, they've done a really good job with that and I think are very excited about this project and I'm happy for them to finally get to this point because it's a big day for them. Yeah. So. It's been a long, it's been a long time coming and it's finally here. Yeah, so good sporting and uh, yeah, um, thank you to them. So, and congrats, congrats on winning Sportsmanship of the Week. Um, yeah, that's it's it a major us. award. It is, it's a major award uh, and they should be honored, not that they'll ever hear this. Um, <laughs> You can find us on all the things at Galpal Sports at galpalsports.com if you need stuff. And then, yeah, the new podcast is called A Pod of Their Own. A uh, trailer will be coming out on all the places you get podcasts in the same place you get this one. Uh, very Subscribe. Soon. It'll be fun. Subscribe early. Please leave us a review. I think, I think this is a fun one, and hopefully we can, you know, uh, make something out of it. Because I'm, I'm pretty excited about this one. We've been I'm talking about it for a minute. Yeah. Um, Thank you to my wife for being great. Thank you to Thank our you to my dogs wife. for uh, being quiet during this recording. Thanks to the landscaping crew across the street for leaving pretty early into this. That was nice of them. And thanks to you guys for listening. Um, anything else you want to say, Leslie? No. All right. Cool. Listen to our new podcast. Listen to our new <laughs> podcast. Uh, thanks for being here and p- keep being good sports. Bye. <laughs>